Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Coming to you live from Alola's Battle Royale Dome, it's the one, the only, Puckle Battlecast. Hello and welcome to episode 39 of the Battlecast. I am your host, Seth Vilo, for another cool, awesome Friday special edition of the Battlecast. Um, I had a busy week, so here we are a day later, and I've got two intrepid swords with me. Uh, first off, we've got the one, the only man who's been here a billion times, P. McGee. Hello, hello. And joining him is the walking, talking encyclopedia, R. Sigma himself. Hello! Hooray! It's been a while since you've been on, right, Sigma? It, uh, a bit. I don't it's know. It's been a few months. It was for VGC. Uh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, that was back I in February, so... Yeah. It feels so... Like, you know, nature is finally healing. Um, as of recording, the CDC just did their announcement that things are finally going back to kind of sort of normal-ish, so time is skewed. I can't wait till it, till March of 2020 finally ends, you know? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeesh. It was a Friday the 13th, and everything just, just went berserk after that, so oh well. <laughs> but we're here. We're here to talk about Pokemon and how they fight each other, so <laughs> it'll be fun. Um, what have you guys been up to just... On the topic of Pokemon fighting each other, though, how, what have you guys been up to? How about you, McGee? What Pokemon competitive, whatever-wise, yeah. has been on your mind? I've been looking at and playing lots of different formats for Draft League because I've gotten really interested in the format since this last season of PDL. Ah. I didn't have a phenomenal season. I squeaked into playoffs but was swiftly eliminated by who mm-hmm. I suspect could well win it. We'll see if K-King finishes the job. Other than that, mm-hmm. though, I've been playing some good old PFTT. I'm looking forward to getting stomped by either Tapu Nani or Jeremy because they win <laughs> most of the most of the seasons of uh, PFTT. So that runs almost over as well. So I'm I'm looking forward to my swift removal from that, and then off to summer league. Mm. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Summer league's going to be getting into swing here soon. Wow! It's almost summer. Oh my gosh! Right? I uh, know. <laughs> 
my watermelon hasn't even grown yet. What's going on, weather? Uh, <laughs> how about you, Sigma? What have you been up to? Oh, I've been enjoying the uh, random free-for-alls on Showdown. Those are really Oh, fun. those are nonsense. I love those. Uh, the I wish they now? were ranked. I wish they were ranked so bad. <laughs> it's four-player free-for-alls <laughs> with random. Like, you get random oh my gosh. Pokemon, and it's great. Oh. So great. Dynamax is that legal too. That's oh like, yeah. It's just chaos and I love it. Half is the things have protect, thing you half can have do? citrus berries. Yeah, it's like the top thing. Like after random battles, it's like random free yeah. oh. Wow. Oh, that's so cool. wow. Okay, I need to look into this after we're done recording. Yes. <laughs> it's so easy to just jump into a game and it's like, yeah, let's have fun. <laughs> okay. That's it, cool. It's good. It's good. Neat. Well, awesome. I've been kind of similar to P. McGee here, where it was kind of draft was on my mind, and we, much like you, P. McGee, we got <laughs> swiftly eliminated round one, which, you know, as it's- sad as I am about it, I'm okay with that. I was kind of tired of our, our team of nine. We had Thievel on our draft, so it was basically I- a team of nine. I kept making the comment throughout the season for you guys because you and Linian have like you guys like to have some spice and your team was just like spiceless because so much of it was Gen Eight that has no move pool at all. Like Thievel <laughs> was one of your spicier options to play with and you couldn't bring Thievel ever. Uh, it was fun to watch though. Yeah, um, it was okay. It was it was okay. <laughs> uh, Melmetal has become, I think, one of my favorite Pokemon, though, just in general. So probably half because of this draft, but yes. oh well. Finally done with the draft, though. That's a, <laughs> that's a relief. Uh, other than that, I've been trying to just play OU a little bit more so that I'm, you know, still on top of things and trying out new funky sets. We'll talk about one of them that I've taken off the taken off the shelf here and dusted off. So we'll talk about that in the Spice Rack later on. But yeah, that's what I've been up to. Um, and I think with that, why wait any longer? Let's hop over to tier time. We'll see you on the other side. Now it's time to see the results of this month's Blood, Sweat, and Teary. And welcome back to tier time. We're going to talk the little tears and all the things that make us cry about them. Get it? Tears. (laughs) And... (laughs) Clever. Starting us off with the most boring of them all, we've got McGee. What's going on in Ubers, my friend? Yeah, so nothing. Pretty but, much. <laughs> but there's always the uh, continued talk about Shadow Tag because Shadow Tag is always being talked about. And so yeah. they might take a look at that. Um, oh, they did already for that one. My apologies. Oh, uh, yeah. They they got rid of Shadow Tag, but at the same time they were talking about that. They were talking about Shadow Rider. I see. Ah. So Shadow Rider might. The shadows are causing problems. Shadow. They need a light bulb up in there. Yes, it's dark. Um. So yep. Calyrex Shadow Rider might be getting a look at. I see. Mm-hmm. Um. Makes sense. And then Landorus. Incarnate is doing good work up there, so good on you, Lando. Lando I gets a, gets a home um, because Edgequake is pretty good. Who knew? Right? Oh, I am shocked. And then you it had really a little bit of fighting coverage. Things open. Yeah, yeah, you're golden. Oh, so it's not even really using... Uh... What you thinking? Hmm? Sheer Force? Yeah, Sheer Force. It kind of yeah, does. Not. It, the Edge is, is mainly uh, Rock Slide. 
so it still taps into sheer force for a bonus. Um, and then earth power, obviously. Super power is the only thing on the moveset that doesn't really get boosted by sheer force. Um, I think the other move is sludge wave, typically, or something. Um, but yeah, earth power, rock slide, because it cracks open a lot of things up there. Um, what is it? Eternatus obviously folds. Yes. Uh, Duskmane Necrozma folds. Blissey yes. slash Chansey fold. It's a pretty lots good mixed attacker. Yeah, lots of things can't handle that. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yep. All right. We'll move right along, and I'll take care of OU, because this is the thing that got me really excited over the last month. I know I was talking about it at the beginning, or at last month. Uh, they did the Zamazenta crowned test. They completed it, and unfortunately, it remains banned. They did not bring it down from OU, and I was surprised. It was like a 70% voting for, to keep it banned. Wow, I, I really thought it would have been higher. I would have, I, I didn't do this suspect test. I actually took this one off and I kind of regret that because I, I think it would have been a fun enough addition in OU for at least a little while because I don't think it was breaking the meta game. A lot of things people normally carried were addressing it pretty well. You know, it, it wasn't handling Slowbro super well. Pukumuku was having fun. I know that's not super common. Pukumuku could have some fun in there. <laughs> of course uh, you say that. <laughs> things like Dracapult were still outspeeding it. So like it, it was, uh, it had lots of ways of being handled, I thought, but I guess yeah. I understand. Uh, I'm bummed. I really tried to get in on that suspect, on that suspect. I kept messing up my ELO. And my GMC <laughs> on it. So I ended up doing it three times, like making three accounts to try and do it, and I screwed up all of them. So Oh, wow. Oh, well. Um, but yeah, uh, it's still banned, unfortunately. So the metagame, for the most part, is kind of what everyone was used to before that, after the other bans. There is not currently talk of another suspect, you know, in the near future. There is a lot of chatter on what to ban next which kind of if i'm being honest grinds my gears because it's like it's fine guys like we talked about before the zamazenta mm -hmm. the time it was the time to do zamazenta because everything was balanced there mm -hmm. wasn't anything out of place you don't have to have a suspect test going on at all times yeah. in my opinion you can just we've just got said yeah we've just gotten so adjusted to having the meta always be on the move for like the last couple which of is years weird because like gen 7 we lived with like an awful meta for a long time uh, yes. Yeah. And I think it's the fact that the, the council's being a lot more active, a lot more transparent with things, that people have kind of gotten conditioned to always something on the mind. And yes. quite frankly, we've we've had to trim a lot of garbage out this whole last <laughs> couple of years. So we're finally at a stable state. So some of the things that people are talking about suspecting or maybe possibly being too much – our Dragapult is the big one right now. That, that makes sense. Yeah. It's faster It's faster than Spectre and has more coverage. So, yeah, I, I could understand. Yeah. <laughs> and people are real upset about the uh, spec set as the primary offender because it just spams Shadow Ball for days. And, you know, if something's kind of a counter, that'll be the exact moment that it gets a special defense drop. And then it's not a counter anymore. Yeah, because so. Chansey and Blissey took a uh, drop off a bit after Spectrier got banned because Spectrier couldn't handle them all that well. And now that yeah. Spectrier is gone, they're not being carried as much. And if they're not showing up as much, then you're basically putting it all on Mandibuzz. And mm -hmm. <laughs> that's not a, not a perfect counter. Yeah, and I get it. It makes sense, but I, I am very much in the not broken camp for Dragapult. In my yeah. opinion, it's... No, it's fine. Yeah. I concur. Like, yeah. eh. 
what before the games released, I was terrified of it. After playing the games, it's like, yeah, it's 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 a fine Pokemon. Yeah. It's surprisingly what, balanced. If it gets a physical ghost move, whew. Yeah, if it had whew. poltergeist. If it had poltergeist, maybe we could talk. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Maybe. Or even even something crummy like Spirit Shackle that doesn't take two turns, like <laughs> whatever. Shadow Claw. <laughs> or even Shadow Claw with its tiny little hands. So <laughs> I don't know why I said spirit shackle. That was really random. That's I mean, really that would be broken. Move. It's like, let's, let's block them from retreating, too. Imagine, though. Imagine a little dreepy holding its shadow down. That would be cute as heck. <laughs> oh. I'm not anyway. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would be adorable. Anyway, other things that people are talking about banning. They always put together some combination of teleport, regenerator, and future sight. And kind of heavy-duty boots at the same time. They're basically saying we want to ban the Slow Twins, but they don't actually ever say they want to ban the Slow tri- Twins. Yes. <laughs> a, lo- a lot of arguments are framed like, oh, Future Sight is broken. And, you know, I, I never type it because I want to be nice, but it's like, all right then, why isn't Natu in OU? Future Sight <laughs> plus Teleport is broken. Yep, same argument. Why isn't Natu too much for OU like Bidoof was with Moody? <laughs> like, if it's the... If it's the move that's broken, it needs to break everything that has the move. Trap or at least is more broken. Than, more than like two things, right? Like, yeah. It's literally just the slow twins, and it's because they have the combination of teleport, regenerator, future sight, and the capacity to carry heavy duty boots. It's all four yes. of those things together. Zatu has future sight and teleport, you know, not to say not to, but actually Zatu has that. No one uses it. Reuniclus has Regenerator and Future Sight. No one uses it for that. Jirachi yep. has Future Sight and a pivot move like U-Turn. And Doom Desire if you want to hit something different, but no one uses it for that. Clef has Teleport, and <laughs> despite people whining about Clefable, it's not broken. It's just annoying. And people don't like facing defensive things. They're just Correct. annoying, but they're not broken. I didn't I'm- build my team good enough to break past a single Clefable. Well, then that's your team's problem, not the metagame's problem. <laughs> Honestly, I'm I'm still disappointed that they didn't lower Regenerator down to 25%. But yeah. with this gen, like, that would have been an easy nerf that I think most people would have been like, yeah, that's that's fine. Yes. Yeah, I agree with that. That would be okay. Like, th- that's that's a full set of spikes that you heal off. You don't get positive net healing from full set of spikes. Mm-hmm. So, oh, well, that's my rant on if you're going to say ban the slow twins, just say ban the slow twins, please stop dancing around the subject. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Another thing that people are talking about banning is heavy duty boots, which would be a enormous ban, because if OU bans something kind of like we saw with the Dynamax thing, if a tier above it bans it, everything below it bans it as well. So when OU banned Dynamax... Everything below it banned Dynamax. When um, I think it was NU banned Snow uh, Snow Warning, PU also banned Snow Warning at the same time because it affects everything below it. So Heavy Duty Boots, an item ban this high up, means nothing can use them. So that's I, a big one. I honestly like Heavy Duty Boots a lot this gen. Yes. Uh, I do too. Yes. Uh, I, I do too. I like that they weaken the power of uh, Hazard's. In, like, a fair way, because it costs an item slot. Like Agreed. Like, I am I was really upset with Stealth Rock in Generation 4 when it came out, and mm-hmm. was like, people talked about it being mandatory and everything, and 
the very definition of over-centralizing, where Pokemon rose and fall because of the existence of these floating rocks. Yes. It, it's a single move that completely warps the metagame around it. It completely invalidated a whole lot of Pokemon. So at the, it, at the cost of an item slot, I'm okay with that not happening. It lets flying types be viable. Like, that's good. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, f- and fire. And the combination. Yes. yes. Volcarona <laughs> can... Volcarona can exist in this meta without your team having super strong like hazard control. Yeah, like, you don't you don't need to be spending half your game keeping rocks off the field so Volcarona can come in for like a revenge sweep. You can just do it whenever it fits. Yep. Which again goes back to this: if you're going to want to ban a specific Pokemon, just say you want to ban that Pokemon. Yes. If your <laughs> argument is for Volcarona because heavy duty boots exist, just ban Volcarona. If you want to, if it's the slow twins because they can pivot forever, just ban the slow twins. Please make my life easy. Make your <laughs> life easy. Heavy duty boots do so much more good than they do bad. Like yeah, uh, yeah. And it's the opportunity cost of an item. Like you can't recover. You don't have leftovers anymore. You don't have damage buffs. Like also, last I checked, knockoff was still a pretty good move <laughs> that was yeah, to carry around and spam. That hasn't changed very. this generation. Like you know, there isn't like a there isn't something with defiant that's dominating the meta to the point where like it's bad to run knockoff. Like that's why we did <laughs> Zamazenta as a suspect test. One of the main one of the motivating factors was. Everyone wanted a cushion for knockoff, and Zamazenta fit it perfectly. Yep. But yeah, didn't pan out. Another reason I'm real upset that it didn't get unbanned. Yeah. Oh well. Uh, but on to something that actually kind of makes sense to ban because we're all we're all kind of no ban right now. There's big discussion right now about the luck based items, which is kind yes. of what leads into what the topic is today. Um, and there's a big thread in the policy review. Uh, area about those items that you can go look at and if you're high enough badge level comment on if dear listener uh, <laughs> things like king's rock bright powder quick claw lax incense or something one of those also does the same thing as king's rock those luck based items are causing problems and skewing tournament results occasionally that's where it really comes in well because wasn't, really there, wasn't there a time where things. like uh, Sandville Garchomp is running like bright powder and just clicking substitute and hoping for RMG. And like, that was like, yeah, like a, a whole turn, like a month, like a couple months ago. Yeah. 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 And it's coming back again. Yeah. But like, ideally evasion clause should handle that. Right. Like, yeah, I don't know how bright powder is not banned. Like I always <laughs> just assume it was. And, uh, then it's like, oh yeah, you could run bright powder. It's like, why, why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I mean, King's rock as well. If you're something like a cloister that, hits five times with a skill link icicle spear, you have a 45-ish percent chance of just outright flinching what should be a counter until it dies. Yeah. I thought it was like 42-ish, but yeah. Something. Something in the mid-40s. And, you know, if you're if you're a dark type that has the move beat up, you get a... I think you get a sixth use instead of just five if your team is healthy. I've seen a lot of beat up King, uh, King's Rock leads when oh, people like are a, feeling like particularly meme Yep, like a Weavile, even a God. Dragapult can use it. Gross. No. <laughs> yeah, and so you get you get six shots of it, so that's even higher than 42%, because it counts itself for the beat-up. If your team's healthy enough, you can do that and flinch something down that should should definitely counter you. I guess if so you're I trying to prove something's broken, you just spam King's Rock beat-up in the meta until you've angered everyone to the point they ban the item. So if you're yep. trying to ban an item, that's how you go about it. 
You just make it and oppressive. that's what people are doing. Yeah. Yep, that is exactly what people are doing. And on a similar thing, there's the Quick Claw, which was really only brought into play because uh, Slowbro exists, Galarian <laughs> specifically. With Quick Claw and Quick Draw, it's like a also a 40-ish percent chance of just going I first. think that's just so. cute, though, because it's Galarian Slowbro. Like, yeah, it's one yeah. mon. I can let that slide. He's not dominating the meta. He just shows up every now and again on like a yeah, team. Right, but... Yeah. Like, he's not overly threatening either, because it's like, if he's quick draw, that means he's not regenerating. So, you know, that's good. Belly drum, <laughs> yo. Belly drum, quick draw. Oh, God. That um, set is bonkers. I tell oh. you what, that one's went ballistic on a couple of teams that I faced. That's so. adorable. I love that. <laughs> <That's>, yeah. <laughs> so, with that, we've kind of gotten a snippet of what the topic's going to be about. So, why not yank something off the spice rack and finally let Sigma talk about Yu Yu? So I've been tinkering with Tapu Bulu, which is really fun. And I kind of thought of it as both I wanted a grass type and a fairy type on a team, and that was the only thing that really fit the bill well. And I wanted something that could counter Dragapult and Urshifu Rapid Strike. So in comes Tapu Bulu. How does it counter Dragapult, you ask? With Specs Shadow Balls flying all over the place? My friend, have you ever heard of Assault Vest Tapu Bulu? It used to be a cool <laughs> set back in Gen 7. So I dusted that sucker off, brought it off the shelf, and I tinkered with the EV spread, and I think I've got something here. I dismantled one poor fool yesterday in a in a battle that I was doing online with just this. So I think it works. The set is Tapu Bulu with Assault Vest. Obviously, the ability is Grassy Surge. EVs are as follows. 248 HP, 56 attack, 28 defense, 80 special defense, and 96 speed. Move set, oh, it's an adamant nature, by the way. Move set is Horn Leech, Close Combat, Stone Edge, and a new move that it gets, Darkest Lariat. So, didn't have Close Combat or Darkest Lariat last gen, so it was kind of cramped from what it could really do with those Assault this move slots. Now it's got real cool options. It's got coverage. The EV spread accomplishes stuff. Good yeah, it, it's it. got it's got coverage. It can actually fire back on a Dragapult or even like an Aegislash. So. Player off would have been cute. I, I'm still disappointed. It, oh, I'm, so I'm still disappointed. <laughs> like, I get yeah. he couldn't have Grassy Glide because he's Bulu and he can't be good, but Play Rough would have been nice. Yeah. yeah, it's like, I can understand Grassy Glide. That's fine. But Play Rough, come on. Come on. Yeah, for real. But I get it with the deck entry. It says it's a pacifist. But, I mean, it's also got close combat. Like, what the? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> And Darkest uh, Lariat. Like, there's and nothing, Darkest Lariat. There's nothing clean about Darkest Lariat. <laughs> Although a top Tapu Bulu, a, a Beyblade Tapu Bulu is about the funniest thing I can imagine. Uh, so the EV spread accomplishes a couple things. It outruns max speed Crawdont, obviously with adamant nature, because that's what Crawdont runs. Dragapult's Shadow Ball is a four-hit KO in terrain without rocks up. So if I if you like just that. switch Bulu in on a shadow bolt on a shadow ball without rocks in, you can fire back pretty well against a dragapult. I mean, you can pretty safely click Horn Leech two on the expected switch out and just know you're getting uh-huh. your health back to full. So you're just like continuously shutting down dragapult until it's trying to guess on a fire blast. Is where it yep. gets to. I like or just that. peel off two thirds of its health with Darkest Lariat. Yes, that's also something mm, you can do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> The attack investment hits a jump point with the adamant nature. 
The defense, and combined with the HP, avoids a close combat two-hit KO from Urshifu in the worst situation when you don't have rock, when you take rocks damage, and if terrain expires the turn you switch it in, so you don't get the healing. So, in the worst case scenario, you can avoid a two-shot from Urshifu's close combat. Um, Do Urshifu's not run, like, Poison Jab or Iron Head? Typically... No, it's yeah. U-turn, what I've seen and used. Surging strikes, sometimes priority, close and, combat, and close combat. Okay, yeah. so they Aqua just Jet's don't run typically that the fourth move Got I've it. seen. Yeah. Got it. I mean, or Thunder Punch maybe for like a Toxapex, so you can like hit it hard on a yeah. big switch. Um, yeah, something along those lines. Yeah, but yeah, I haven't seen Poison Jab ones. Normally, they just U-turn around, and you can absorb those Got pretty yeah. okay. I'd imagine you take that. Okay, yeah. it's a neutral yeah. hit. That yeah. neutral. You're fine. Yeah. You're a Bulu. You have a different so, stat. So that's the spread that I've settled on. I'll probably tinker with it more, but I think it hits a lot of good numbers right now. There's 24 extra EVs to play with meeting those thresholds, so I just dropped them into special defense because it's got the assault vest on, so why the heck not? That's <laughs> Tapu Bulu. I'm going to shut up now. And Sigma, what's going on in UU? Uh, not much. <laughs> um, <laughs> <no> ban- <laughs> there have been no bans. There have been no unbans. Everyone's starting to hate screens offense because there's a lot of good things that can set screens down there. Let's be honest. Uh, Alolan Ninetales, stupid, good with screens. Uh, 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 Aurora Pale, yuck. Uh, Klefki's down there, Grim Snarl's down there. There's lots of options. A million things get, like, opportunities to put screens up and they just add a lot of bulk to your team. Uh, apparently there's some talk about maybe banning light clay because people are getting annoying and there's too many screen setters to actually get rid of uh the, the problem children <laughs> <laughs> and if they were to do so it would also clear out under the under tiers um yep meaning light clay would only be legal at ou pretty much mm-hmm. uh let's see also waters are a problem because zero aura and sloking went up to ou last time there was a rotation so uh there's a lot of waters in the pokedex and they're usually okay. Not all of them can be an OU like Slowbro and Slowking and all their friends. But, uh, yeah, they're apparently a big issue. And the three things that people are looking at right now, how is Mew down here? That's disgusting. Spikes. Yeah. Oh, why yeah. is it down there? I don't know because there's better things in OU, but what it's I, doing I down here is spikes and nasty plot. Well, yeah, yeah no, that, that, Mew is a terrifying thing. Um, but the yeah. other things they're looking at are Primarina and Sl- Galarian Slowbro. Oh boy. Yep. <laughs> Mainly for the nasty plot set, but also the quick draw belly drum set, because why not? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Primarina is just a good Pokemon. It's, it's not good enough for OU, but it, it's a, it's a very scary offensive Pokemon. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it's just outclassed by Feeny for OU, so like there's no reason to run it in OU, but. For the most very, part. It's, it's more powerful it has for sure, but yeah. It has pivot, which is nice. You can do a lot oh, yeah, of things with pivot. So that that opens up like, that op- that opens uh, up a lot of momentum, especially in hyper offense, where you can just kind of pivot around. Yeah, yeah, it's just disgusting. Oh. Yeah. All righty. I mean, that's you, you. Not a whole lot going on there for once. So no. Moving, moving right along. McGee, tell us about are you? Yeah. Also, not a ton actively happening. There have been no bans or unbans. Nothing has come into the tier recently. Uh, like you, you. They are discussing the possibility of. Banning light clay because hyper offense screens just tends to do well in lower tiers when a lot of the defensive checks and things that could shut that down just don't exist. 
So unsurprising. Uh, Toxicity and Togekiss are doing um, well, um, but neither they, they were asked in a recent survey if they should be banned, but everyone seems to be okay with it, so they're staying around right now. Zerkatry, unsurprisingly, is taking off because if you don't have a good ground type, and even if you do have a good ground type, it still has Energy Ball. Uh, you know, it's got Thunderbolt, <laughs> Energy Ball, Dazzling Gleam, Volt Switch, slap a scarf on it. It's a happy little uh, piece of electricity. Because, what is it, like a 181 special attack stat or something like that? Yeah, it's something uh, stupid like that. Yes, uh, that sounds like a prime number. Ah, that sounds yeah. like a prime number. We'll yeah. go with it. That yeah. sounds like a prime <laughs> <laughs> Who needs other stats when you can just give that, slap a scarf on it, and if you can't resist whatever move it's clicking, it's going to start doing damage. It's yeah. silly. Um, I I like Zerkatry when he's allowed to spam buttons. He's very, very fun. Uh, Roserade got, went from 46th to 6th um, as a in, as a good electric check, um, Gastron and Flygon are doing similar viability ranking increases. And then, uh, <laughs> Rain is, uh, gathering. Oh, wait. So wait. Barrascuta isn't in RU right now? Barrascuta dropped to RU. Yeah. Oh, God. So wherever, wherever Scuta goes, the rain rises. <laughs> and so, yep. Uh, that's what's happening in RU right now because if you can just slap around flip turns, liquidations, close combats, um, poison jabs, or whatever other coverage move you need. It's kind of silly. And Barrescute is a silly mod with uh, two good stats in the most relevant of places. It's attack and it's speed. And then you give it Swift Swim and it's even happier. So I guess he's doing... He's always going to do okay wherever he goes. It's just how okay he's going to do will vary month to month. Mm-hmm. But that's what's happening in RU. All righty. Well, moving on to NU. That's the only tier that had actual bans take place, and one of them was redacted. Right after, uh, <laughs> right after last month's battle cast, they quick banned Entei and Glastrier, and did a suspect test for Glastrier, and it is now unbanned in NU, so it's back. It's like it never left. So, that's the, that's the tiering actions that have taken place in NU. As for metagame trends, Vaporeon right now is crazy good because of what the threats are down there. Things like Glastrier is, of course, a big monster down there, and Vaporeon can kind of do a good job checking it. Um, Blastoise is also really good down there, and Vaporeon can kind of check that too with Water Absorb and being able to haze away its Shell Smash boosts. Ooh, that's Speaking true. of which, yeah. Speaking of which, I mean, Vaporeon with Haze is probably really good because Glastrier also sets up down there whether it's Swords Dance or Iron Defense, and probably, presumably, Body Press, to be stupid. Um, <laughs> Good news yeah, is gla- it's slow, so, like, yeah, you can easily you can haze, haze before you get the- hit. <laughs> yeah, it's like, eh, Vaporeon doesn't care. It's it's not going to be faster. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, Glastrier usually is running Substitute plus Setup Move plus something else for attacking. That's typically what has been done. Um, scare something out, set a sub, and hit it really, really hard. Um, Blastoise is something that dropped, actually, last tier shift that happened at the beginning of April into NU. So a lot of people yeah. are real excited to be using it. I'm not surprised. I mean, if if the tier generally addresses offensive water well, it just doesn't have a good home. And it's not the most efficient defensive piece because it can't heal itself, really. So yeah, I guess I'm not surprised. Especially if, mm-hmm. if uh, Gastrodon's hanging out in RU and Roserade's hanging out in RU, like, uh, <laughs> Blastoise isn't having a blast. Yep. Yeah. 
he's doing a lot of work down here to the point that some people are considering looking at him, but not quite there yet. Yeah. Um, a common type of core, if you want to build an NU team, is Vaporeon plus Steel type, and you can pick whatever Steel type you want. One really good one that's having a lot of fun right now is Assault Vest Copperaja, which is absolutely bonkers. Because it gets moves it shouldn't get, if you ask me. <laughs> like uh, play rough? <laughs> yeah, oh. the four that it typically runs with the Assault Vest set are Heavy Slam, good, good solid stab move, Heat Crash, Power Whip, and Stone Edge. That's just stellar coverage. And I know I'm not Game Corner. I know that. But I can't help but share this trivia fact with you loyal Battlecast listeners so that next time you're asked this question, you can actually give the correct answer. What is the heaviest Pokemon? Celesteela. Ah, you might say Celesteela <laughs> or Cosmoem. Cosmoem. But you are in fact incorrect. Because While they metal? do have... Well, yep, that's Sorry. exactly why. I'm stealing your trivia it, from you as you're doing No, you're it. fine. Apologize. You're fine. I don't, <laughs> you're exactly correct. It has heavy metal, which puts it over the 999.9 kilogram upper limit of Pokemon weights. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, it's makes, more useful on that than Duraludon. Poor Duraludon. Right? Yeah. yeah, it's got, what, 70 kilograms? Whatever. Yeah, it's like, oh, you can have light metal or heavy metal or stalwart, <laughs> which does nothing in singles. It's like, what? what? Why? Basically, you basically don't have an ability at that point. Yeah. No, I, your ability doesn't matter. Low kick does less now. Yay. But you're already super light. It doesn't yeah. matter. But Copperaja loves it and really wants to be heavy because it's got heavy slam and heat crash. So it actually does use mm. here. And is the heaviest Pokemon of all of them. Good on you, buddy. Good on you. Good on you. Yeah. Um, And if you want to break said core of Vaporeon plus Steel type, have we got the meme sets for you? Try a uh, healthy dose of Dragon Dance Aerodactyl and Crit Kingdra to crack open a Steel Vaporeon core. Dragon Dance Aerodactyl does its thing, you know, Max Max, Adamant, Heavy Duty Boots with... Dragon Dance, Stone Edge, Crunch, Earthquake, and you crack things open. You know, that's your steel killer. And Kingdra can surprisingly be a steel killer and a water killer because crits are dumb and they bypass Draco Meteor's special attack yeah. drop. If you can just keep spamming Draco Meteor and it still does stupid amounts of damage because it never goes down, <laughs> then it's pretty yep. good. Just focus energy up with a scope lens, set sub, and surf and Draco Meteor till the cows come home and you're in a good place. It don't matter that you're. It doesn't matter that your special attack stat is point one eight or whatever it gets yeah. to. It doesn't matter. Point two five. It, it's quartered at the lowest, but who cares? It's a crit. It hit them yeah. in the neck, so you do more damage. <laughs> Just pray they don't have anything with battle armor, and you're fine. Yep. Then you're in big trouble. That's where Aerodactyl comes in. Rawr! Rawr! Uh, but the things that they're looking at in NU to potentially see if they're unhealthy or anything like that. There's two Pokemon, really. There's Surfetched, which is bonkers with its crazy attack stat and really good ability and really good moves. It's kind of a combination of all those things. It's just slow. Yeah, I was going to say, its speed's not great. It's, it's yeah, 65, that's what holds it back. Maybe. And the other Pokemon is Salazzle, because it's way faster and more powerful than it should be, and it can poison things, but I don't think that's the reason. I don't think corrosion is really even a factor. No. I think it's just... Moves it's just speed. fast and hit, hits hard. Yep. Gets nasty. Down here, it, down here, that's what it's used for is a sweeper. Up in OU where things have big chonk stats, it's, it's a corrosion It's for corrosion, thing. yeah. yeah. 
Corrosion's right. nice, but like not real. It's not what you're here for. Exactly. Yep. Well, take us home, Sigma. What's PU like? Uh, once again, no bans, no unbans. Uh, the hail abusers are back, but they don't have snow warning anymore because we had to ban snow because the fossils were dumb. <laughs> uh, so now they have to set their own hail. Uh, Arctivish. Arctivish doing okay. He bulky. <laughs> he's doing, okay. he's setting his hail and he's hitting hard with it. And that's what's happening. Uh, let's see. Council I mean, says that things are pretty good right now. Uh, nothing's too broken. Because, like, in a tier uh, like this, this that low, like, yes, Arctivish has a crappy 55 speed stat, but, like, there aren't a lot of things in this tier. Uh, that so does, like, super- everything else. So, like, yeah, everything yeah, so, else is garbage, too. So you can, like, go full attack, full HP, or something like that. I'm sure there's some speed checks being made for certain things, but you can just do those things, click hail, and you're still going to outspeed everything because mm-hmm. nothing is fast down here. And then you're, you're thick because I feel like Arctivish has, like, a 100. 100- HP set or something stupid high. 90 or 100, one of the two. Yeah. Silly mon. Silly mon. <laughs> All right. Passimian is arguably the best Pokemon in this tier. Uh, it makes a lot of other Pokemon better just by being on the same team. Good for Passimian. He's going to get Court I, Change one day. I stand by that. He'll get Court Change. I remember when it was in NU and it was like the king of NU last gen. It's sad to hear that he's in PU now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm uh, glad that the tier has finally kind of hit a good place with Talonflame Leemake. That was that was a big mm, thing last month, I think. I think I remember you talking about that, yeah. Uh, the Kang- the Kanga Spikes playstyle is returning. Oh, boy. Yeah. Which was popular in prior generations. Oh, interesting. It just needs a lot of no- knockoff support, I assume? Correct, yeah, for getting rid of boots. Okay. Yeah, knockoff support for and good defense, of course. What's the uh, Kanga Spikes... It- Core. Tell me about this. Kangas, Kangaskhan and Spikes, apparently. I haven't really seen too he, much. I, I've, I've never heard of this it. before either. Can he set <laughs> Spikes yeah. by himself? I didn't know he could set Spikes. No. Or she. No, sorry. You, you pair it with a Spikes thing. Okay. You set Spikes oh, okay. and then you like... Kangaskhan's just a good Pokemon. People forget this because the Mega was stupid broken. Yeah. But Kangaskhan's stats are like fine. It's 90 base speed. I think it's got 100 attack or something like it's that. It's got good HP yeah. and it has Wish. So like Really actually- good coverage. Like... It's it's a solid Pokemon, so this makes sense. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. run with Clefairy. Oh, Ferroseed. Ferroseed's probably some okay. spikes for you. There we go. Uh, yep. And the, and then There's we have a regenerator in Tangela that can knock off. Okay, this makes sense. Yeah. Clefairy All three can of those things off. can be the knockoff thing. Yeah. Okay, this makes more sense now. <laughs> That's cute. I like that strategy. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. And that is the current state of the various tiers. So we're going to call it there and get to our topic because we're really excited to talk about this one. So we will see you guys on the other side. And now for our main topic. And we are back to the topic. And what we wanted to talk about this month was not a tier, not a Pokemon specifically, not even just any kind of tiering strategy as a whole or anything like that. We wanted to talk about items because they are getting a lot of chatter about the various forums right now between you heard us in tier time, talk about heavy duty boots as an item possibility, King's rock and things like that. Light clay items are a big, huge deal ever since they were introduced in generation two. And they have been a pinnacle of what makes Pokemon good or bad for a long time. So 
Yeah, whether it, whether it's defensive or offensive, that's it. You know, they make huge differences either way. It's hard to say. Like, it, items aren't the most important thing that changed, right? Like, the it's probably abilities that did that. Yeah, uh, yeah, items, or the physical special. Yeah, physical special split. I'd probably put above it too. But items are like the third most important thing to happen to Pokemon. So yeah, it's single handedly yeah. changed the viability and, I mean, of things. Uh, not like not. Mm-hmm. Tons of yeah, not everything, like but there are boots. there are definitely a group of mons that have had enormous impact from their access to an item. Obviously, he- heavy duty boots is the big one this generation, which is impacting a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even something like Eviolite, which enabled you know an entire swath of Pokemon that had previously never been considered viable yes. as being used again. Yes, especially when mm-hmm. knockoff was weak too, because that. Made yeah. it very difficult to want to run knockoff week or not week to week, but in your matches because if you're not actively trying to take items, and even if you are, it's such a weak move because it used to be twenty base power. Yeah, so like you weren't you weren't Correct. doing it was just like it was basically corrosive gas. It wasn't there to do damage. It was there to eliminate an item so you could do damage later. <laughs> yeah, or somehow disable that Pokemon to not be yes. usable. I remember using knockoff on my Tentacruel in Generation Four because I really hated something i don't remember what but <laughs> yeah or even airmail on some things because that used to not be trickable oh okay oh, that that clever workarounds clever workarounds yeah you couldn't knock you couldn't trick so i would put it on something like a, a rest talk suicune which it the one of the normal ways to stop it back then was trick a scarf on it mm-hmm. not anymore <laughs> <laughs> this is like the before so, Z moves solution. Just a uh, <laughs> yeah, air mail <laughs> or any of the mails, really. I love it though. <laughs> mm-hmm. So a couple big changes, like items, they were introduced in Gen two, and they've had huge item introductions and or changes um, just over the generations. I think one thing that was really big was the introduction of the choice items. And for a -hmm. quick history lesson, they had choice banned in Generation 3, and then Generation 4 introduced scarf and specs. So it had its times to shine, and Gen 4 is when we got all three of the choice items that we have today. And scarf is probably the most powerful. It's definitely the most impactful. I mean, you'll see bans on some breakers, like, which is why they end up getting banned. Because like Urshifu, oh, yeah. if banned didn't exist, I think Urshifu single strike might have survived the meta. But because you could just slap a band on it and yeah, do everything. Because I mean, mm-hmm. without a band, like if it stuck with just Life Orb, things like Tangro, things like Toxpex could have actually sat there and stopped it, or Corviknight maybe. But band just band did did, mm-hmm. did just enough to break it to the point that nothing really works anymore. So, so they had to, oh, yeah. to get rid of it. So yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying banned and specs. No, are no, no. Good. I'm saying that ign- giving yourself a different speed tier Huge. than what one can expect Huge. is so massive. It's like without having to click yes. a setup move. Yeah. Uh, it enables surprise say. factor in a way that nothing else can. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because you're like, I go faster than you. Of course, I'm going to get the KO here. And then it goes faster and uses the move that one AKOs you back. And you're like, oh, never mind. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. oh. Without it, Ditto would be a pure yes. meme. It have, <laughs> or it'd be the, the most RNG-heavy Pokemon in existence because everything would just be 50-50s. <laughs> Who goes first? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Ooh. yeah. And I mean, those have their, you know, we, we talked about Dragapult earlier, which might be banned from OU even though it's only operating on a base 100 special attack, which doesn't sound that bad, but Specs puts it over that edge. Yes. And 
it's wild the amount of power that just an item can have. And at the opportunity cost of being locked in that move, which for a ghost type isn't bad this generation when that only has one resist and one immunity. And no pursuit. But, and no pursuit, yeah. So even better. Be killed. Uh, but then there are other items. Exactly. Yeah. But then there's another item that was introduced in Gen 4 that really made offensive teams take off because they could effectively break at a way higher multiplicative rate than a choice item or just setting up in general, and that is Life Orb. Because mm. prior to Generation 4, there were a lot of defensive teams that... It was a very stally metagame yes. in Gen 3 and Gen 4. And that's mm. just because it was really hard to break past things. Enter Life Orb gives you freedom of choice to change moves at the cost of health, which if you're a glass cannon, you don't really care about anyway. And a Swords Dance and a Life Orb is huge, like huge multiplicative value to break past yes. things. So, Oh, yeah. Like there might be an argument that point three is too strong. Uh, I think it's probably the right number. Maybe 0.25 is better, but I don't. It's a very, it's always been a good item with the versatility yes. it offers. Especially yeah. if you have that magic guard ability. <laughs> or that sheer or force. Or that sheer, sheer force. force. <laughs> yeah, there's a reason Nido King and Nido Queen, well, especially Nido King has been relevant for so long when like it's, and it doesn't even use its attack stat most of the time. It's just, it's like 85 or whatever it is, special attack stat. There's a reason yeah. it stayed relevant for so mm-hmm. long is because that, that multiple multiplication of, uh, attack boost is just absurd. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. wild. And of course, we can't mention defensive things without something like leftovers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. what everything ran in Gen My 2. My favorite item. Everyone had leftovers. Yeah. I mean, or Gen 3, maybe it was. Because what were your choices well, then? Well, because it used to be like, and, and weather was a big deal. Like, sand was a big deal because Tyranitar was good. So, like, if you were just going to slowly die to sand, you couldn't afford that. So, your leftovers kept you neutral. It was, it was yeah. a silly time. Mm hmm. And I mean, still, it's a good yeah. j- item to throw on something if you don't know what you should throw on. You something. can't go wrong with leftovers unless you're Shedinja. Then you can go yeah. wrong. <laughs> I was gonna say level fair, like like oh, any six v six format like leftovers yes. is solid. Uh, in th- in smaller formats like BGC or B- battle spot singles or battle stadium singles, now berries tend to be the more mm-hmm. popular option, just because battles don't last as long and. Uh, like, you're going to get more HP back from a citrus berry than you will leftovers over a long period of time with yes. a lot of Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. berries lost viability. In, like, he, like health berries lost a huge amount of viability, I think, in OU after the nerf to the pinch berries this generation. Oh, to be fair, they yeah. were probably... They were probably yeah. I mean, last I mean, Incineroar <laughs> broke the meta with the pinch berry and intimidate spam. He like VGC, not well, not OU, but he broke the VGC meta. Yeah, and because that's the one Pokemon like really watches, they're like, wait a second, this berry, this berry health amount is just too much. So it got a needed nerf to thirty three percent, which feels right. Like that's actually like a really healthy. Yeah, fifty percent was oh, fifty percent. It's like oh, I almost got you. Oh, I'm back to full health. <laughs> <laughs> Gluttony, his belly drum yeah, back yeah. to full health. <laughs> yeah, that was gross. That was actually gross. <laughs> yeah. Or you have like the, you also have the stat berries too that saw life at one point in time, like Lychee and uh, Salad. Yes. Oh, Whimsicott yeah. just used a, uh, oh my God, it was wild. We were playing our VGC PFTT match. She used a Whimsicott that had a Pattaya Berry, which boosts special attack, and she flung it at a weakness policy Shadow Rider Calyrex. 
So it got to it got to two point five off the fling. It was it oh was my absurd. Gosh. It was like I knew she had a piece of tech she was like excited about, but I had no idea what it was. And then that happened, and I only won because she had the worst RNG I've ever seen. But that broke oh. me. I thought the game was over, but I'd never seen it. I didn't even know what the berry was called. I'd never seen it used before, and then it came out in like the coolest of fashions. Uh, I'm wow. not sure I know what the berry's name is. is Pattaya. Pattaya. I know that. Never seen it used before. I was the Ugh. I was the most voracious, I don't know if that's the right <laughs> word, whatever, uh, Empoleon user in Gen 4. Ooh. There's our back in Gen 4. Trademark. <laughs> Sub-agility Pattaya Berry Empoleon. Ooh. You substitute <laughs> down, you agility whenever you can, and with Pattaya Berry cranking your special attack up and Torrent Ooh. active, <laughs> your oh. surfs hurt. They hurt bad. I'm oh. just crossing my fingers that they give Empoleon for some weird reason roost in the remakes. Fingers crossed on that. Right? Imagine oh Empoleon if he could do all the mm. cool things. He'd be like that would be Gliscore 2.0, like a new form of Gliscore. Yeah. Rocks, defog. He could defog. He could set rocks. Oh. That would be, be offensive. That would be cool. that would, I oh, would. Cool. Come on, Empoleon. He would be uh, OU. It, like, straight yes, up. Oh, 100%. It's the only thing he's missing. That's the only thing that stops him right now is, like, he just can't get his health back up. So if he could heal with that type yeah. combination, yeah. whoo, I'd be looking forward to it. Mm. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sadly, the, the defense boosting berries like are complete garbage now because you could just run like key berry and whatever its Ranga. equivalent is. And I think those are just, yeah, those are just better, yeah. right? Like compared to the stat pinch yes. berries. Like, yes. E- Absolutely. And those were introduced gen six and those were good. <laughs> they were actually good. Weakness nerfing berries. Yeah. Those good. are the ones you really see, especially in OU. You'll see like, I used to see Akka berry and yeah. a lot because that was, uh, a way it could try to get KOs on certain matchups, but I don't see a ton of the super effective berries. But those are the ones I see most common. Good old yeah, in OU. Good old Yachi Gachi. Ah, yeah, I've seen that <laughs> Yachi Chomp. The classic. <laughs> Couple Ferrothorn is really common on rain teams. Especially. Oh yes, yes. Mm. Good old Chopple. Because that's its functionally that's its only weakness. You know, I mean, fire team. technically still sort of is a super effective. Fire is still yeah two X. But yeah, I mean, there's also the seeds on the kind of topic of plant items, which enables a whole other category now that we have terrains and unburden and the same thing, such as my least favorite Pokemon, Halucha. Yeah, yeah it's really I mean, nice for Halucha. He, <laughs> he's basically got four signature <laughs> items, is how I look at it in OU, <laughs> because no one else really runs. I mean, you'll see every yeah. now and again, you'll see Grassy Seed Rillaboom, but like it's a very specific kind of team build for that. Because that way you can run acrobatics. Yeah, you gotta really hate. Yeah, yeah. Like you run. I assume that's SD yeah. SD too, acrobatics. Right? Yeah. Grassy glide, and then whatever coverage grassy you feel glide. you need for the meta at the moment. But I don't see too much like of that. Knock off, fighting move, something. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> but yeah, the seeds are neat. Just no one wants to use them besides Halucha. Yeah, you that's know, because it already like requires you to have a terrain yeah. on your team too, and yeah, especially when you're gonna be switching out of map. Enough, unless you're coming in to, like, control the game. It's kind yep. of a waste of an item. They are pretty usable in VGC, Super though, useful. because, again, yes. like Sigma said, they're 
they're shorter matches. You have more control over the shorter game, matches. Hopefully. You're not switching as much, or you're not expected. to Yeah, switch Didi as much. very often runs. And it's important to note that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's important to note that you don't have to be touching the ground for the seed this to activate, as with mm-hmm. Halucha. So yeah, well, item clause helps a lot there too because yep. you have to. Not everything can be sashed. So. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen some. I was really mad at uh, British Gent and um, yeah, Snag. that team Snag. Thank you. Yeah, I couldn't for some reason it was evading me. Um, I was really mad at them because they. S- they sniped our uh, our pick for draft league that we wanted for the team, which was Driftblim. Oh, see, that's the kind of which spice you, you guys been. needed that you didn't get. Your team was spiceless. Yeah. yeah. You had Thievel <laughs> instead. Yeah. yeah. We were upset. We like we were we had it. It was like, oh, this is perfect. It's got just enough meme potential with like unburdened yeah. strength sap, all that kind of nonsense. And then they <laughs> took it. They steals it from us and he hates them. <laughs> <laughs> oh well <laughs> but anyway yeah that would that would have been fun the seeds are cool and it enables a whole new style like that enabled an unburdened sweeper to really pop off in conjunction with terrain yes. of course in yeah. a way that previously was unseen because other in the past it would have been like okay i guess we have to sub till we get to our pinch yes. berry or, yeah or pinch stat berry or, or power herb yeah sky it used attack. to be power herb sky attack or yeah. like mental herb or white herb i'm sorry white herb close combat more complicated ways to do that and halucha yeah. has pretty garbage defense stats so like being able to get that little bit of defensive boost is also pretty scary for it trying to sweep yeah so turned halucha into a didn't he go to like uu for like one minute and they're like oh god we made a mistake and they got kicked right back <laughs> i feel like that Basically, happened this gen. yeah so unfortunately i'm i'm slightly glad that, that it's banished more... go ahead I was going to say, now that there's more... Yeah, because I think Ndidi Bale was in UU at one point, and then Halucha fell, and it's just like, well, this is a broken combination, and then it... It's like, we can't can't have this, no. Stupid. I mean, Pink Urchin's probably all the way down in PU. Yeah, it's in his own little special home. Like, everyone has access to electric terrain if they really want it. Yeah. Orthwacky. Ooh, Orthwacky. Orthwacky, Um, yep. I I, pre- I would I would run Thwacky before I ran female NDD or uh, Pinkerton. Pinkerton could be good. Like Shamu used that for some crazy fine. effect, uh, but yeah, I mean it's got the same attack status as, as Tapu Koko. Yeah, yeah, but it's it does got like for special speed. Yeah, <laughs> this is also a problem. Oh <laughs> uh, well. So some other items because the, we we mentioned the ones earlier that are kind of on people's radar for is this broken or not, which kind of brings up a weird thing that we haven't really seen before, uh, other than mega stones, of course. Those were kind of its own thing. But can an item by itself be so powerful that it's unhealthy? In a I way? think the gems were that way. Yeah, I yeah. think the Gen Five gems were that broken. Oh yes, yeah, that's how Halucha really got it. Was acrobatic gem? That's that's, what that's it how was. it really took off previously. No, it would have been fake out gem because normal gem was the only one that was around. Oh with yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's Gen Six. I keep confusing when that yeah. demon was unleashed from the depths of hell. <laughs> it would have been normal gem be- fake out because normal gem's the only one allowed to exist anymore. Yeah. <laughs> because it turns out people there there aren't very many good normal boosts to use a normal gem with. Yeah, I know Hitmonlee does yeah. that. Fake out unburdened. Mm-hmm. Unburdened, yeah. I could see that. It's not a surprise. So yeah. 
that's kind of the discussion that's going on in a lot of places right now. We talked about the heavy duty boots talk talk where it like completely invalidates spike stack or hazard teams or hazards in general that are normally used to keep things in check. It just deletes yeah. that and makes the Pokemon shine for what it is without an item. Hmm. But mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> that sounds it's biased. an interesting thing because hazards have dominated the beta game since Skarmory. When Skarmory got spikes in Gen 2 or Gen 3? Probably Gen 3. Okay, two. two. Okay, two. so since Gen two, hazard setting with Skarmory has like been a factor, like a, just a part of the game, and so every generation since hazard removal has been hazard removal has slowly been yes. creeping back. Like once we got defog, defog changed it because like Skarmory was like your yeah. your your big mon for the rapid spinning back in the day because that was like your best way of dealing with hazards, but they've. You know, with all the hazard stacking they've added, they've added a bunch of hazard removal. Like, rapid spin is actually like a viable attack stat now, like a 50. Defogs everywhere. Mm-hmm. And it, and it, it yeah, boosts so, your and speed. And it boosts your too. speed. So, like, uh-huh. it's a double win. Um, so that's great. You know, they gave Cinderace a really great move and then they banned the only mon that has that move. But one day other Pokemon should get court change because why does Cinderace get two? signature moves when <laughs> no one else gets more than one of the starters? So. Greninja got oh, two, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. He has map block, but no one wants map block. Like, that's. Greninja doesn't count. <laughs> to be fair, map block eventually got put on throw, too. <laughs> only for it to be removed. Greninja but. doesn't count because Greninja is a totally different echelon. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost Charizard level of pain. Yes. I mean, just be glad that Cinderace didn't get Leaf Tornado. <laughs> Why? What's Leaf Tornado do? Have you never? It's bad. I don't know what it does. I've never seen a superior. Oh, it's like their move. It. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was a that was probably the worst starter signature move I've ever seen. It uh, was neat enough, but then they, you know, you walk to the place and get tutored grassy pledge, which is the same thing. So whatever. <laughs> like I actually don't know what leaf tornado actually does. It lowers like mystical fire was cool. Uh, spiky shield was cool. Water shuriken's cool. Like, yeah. Leaf tornado's yeah. so sad. Yeah. <laughs> Has a 50% chance to lower accuracy. Ew. It's not even a signature move anymore. No. I don't no. even think it most, was. Most starters have lost their signature moves at this yeah. point. Uh, Except for Decidueye, which needs distribution. That, that would be cool. Would be, no, that's, oh, well. that's going to be a move that impacts the meta when it gets distributed because Spirit Shackle has a lot of trapping... Yeah, like it has good. value. It's just yeah. Decidueye is too much of a mixed attacker and a bad speed stat that he can't take advantage of it. Yeah. What's with what's with Grass Ghosts liking to trap things in? I love right? Grass Ghosts. That's one of the It went from things. none to like a bunch in like one generation. In one generation. <laughs> like Gen 6 added yeah, two because lines. Because if you count yeah. all the pumpkaboos. <laughs> and then Gen 7 yeah. added two more. But. Both yeah. with trapping moves for yeah. some reason. Uh-huh. <laughs> I forgot about Anchor Shot. I love that typing for some reason. I wish they were good. I know. Like, <laughs> why can't they be fast? I like, like, they all have, like, a good oh, attack stat, I like but Dumb they Ice can't so go much. anywhere, like, with any sort of speed. And uh, all of Dumb them Ice got Poltergeist, cool. uh, I think. <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. I assume Gorgeist has it. That's the only one I'm not sure about. I know what Gorgeist I, I does. I think it does. I don't, it does. I don't know does. if Trevenant does. Oh, Trevenant does. Yeah, uh, I think it does. I know it does because Claude had it for PDL last season, and he had to be careful because he got he got destroyed um, one week because someone didn't put an item on their uh, mon, and Poltergeist was not doing anything. Uh, <laughs> nice. 
I like Poltergeist. Poltergeist is yes. a well designed move. Which is good for when everything has items, which is kind of yes. what, we're, what we're on yes. here. Yes. Yeah. Um, and that's a viable strategy. Like, between that and also things with, with knockoff and how it was changed from one generation to the next, a lot of things like Tangrowth I've seen often don't run an item. So they can switch in on common knockoff users like a Crawdon. Because that, when that Gen 6 change happened, where it, cra- it cranked the power from 20 to 65 it, and a 50% boost when it removes something, like, you know, holy mackerel. Thank goodness they made it 65. Imagine if it was a mistake and they put it at 60 and we let Scizor be running around with Technician. Yeah, like, no. I'm glad they, like, at least had right? awareness that enough would... to be like, yeah, this needs to be 65. <laughs> Good on them. <laughs> I, might was a, knock an was a... I might not. That was a very precise decision. They yes, understood. No. They've done no, that a couple no times, technician. I think. No technician. <laughs> yeah. Um, and one thing I guess that I can mention here that I've had to really hardwire my brain into remembering, um, that knockoff power boost happens, you know, when it removes an item, and then it's 65 power yes. from then on. But for people who like to use things with, like, sticky hold, like Gastrodon, I'm a Gastrodon yeah. guy, and <laughs> if the item cannot be removed because of an ability like that sticky hold it still gets the 50 percent power boost every time it's hit Ooh. but if the pokemon has what i call like a signature item basically that can't be removed because the item is what it is like a megastone a plate a drive the rusty shield or something like that if it's a signature item along those lines the power boost does not Oh, so this is another reason why Zamazenta was really desired. I didn't really, I thought it still got the power boost, but it was like, why does it matter? Because Zamazenta's defense stat is enormous. Yeah. A fighting type. Yeah. If there's some other feature, if there's some other feature that makes the item incapable of being knocked off on, that isn't an ability, like it's hard coded into that Pokemon and that item, it does not get the power boost. I didn't know that. If the item cannot be removed. I did not know that. Yeah. Man, just give Sylvale a recover yep. and like we've solved this. We've solved right? like, that's that's all like, it needs. Huh. And then we get whatever type Sylvale of the month people want to run. It can just be defensive and run recover. Then you answer your knockoff. Because that's mm-hmm. the big thing with so that's like the double edged sword with boots right now, which is like the main item that like everyone cares about this generation. Because like things like Moltres are actually viable now, as long as you can hide from the knockoffs. Yeah. But Moltres is fine taking other physical attacks because of flame body. But um, oh my god, I lost my train of thought. Uh, knock. You want something to reward yes. to punish the yes. knockoff, basically. Like, I don't know. I, I, I've, I don't mind boots in this generation. I know it's been like a hot, but hot topic as the last few months, but like heavy duty boots really have been a nice addition to the meta. The thing I'm surprised about is that the meta hasn't adapted a lot to be heavy on spikes usage because people that run boots are putting it primarily on things that are weak to rocks. You know, you'll see slow bros with boots because they pivot in a lot. Same with blissies, but they're also the first thing that's willing to give up their item to like a weak knockoff. They'll always be the ones that take it first. So I would have thought spikes would have picked yeah. up in utility as like a stacking hazard because things are fragile to that because they're not wearing boots for it. But I don't know. Yeah. I would say they kind of have, but the problem there is that we just don't have enough setters. Yeah, and that's really what it is. I mean, you got Mew and Ferrothorn are like the two most viable OU setters for it right now. I'm trying to think. Yeah, and And Skarmory. That's the only other one I can think of. Yeah, so you got three. I mean, Ferrothorn and Skarmory like remain OU viable and like it's very easy to do. 
it's not necessarily the best way to be using your Mew unless that's how you're building the team from the beginning. Like if you're starting off with I want a spiking Mew, like then that's more viable. Right. <laughs> and it's difficult now because in the same breath, in the same time they introduced heavy duty boots, they introduced the god tier defogger in Corbin. Yeah. So mm-hmm. so I mean it's it's all it's kind of a double whammy there where it's going to be real easy to remove them with something that likes to come in on a Ferrothorn in some cases or a Skarmory in some cases because they can't touch it and then just get rid of them. So it, this it's, is why it's yeah. a weird. Well, this is why the value. It's, yeah. I'm gonna, I think after this episode, I'm going to go build a mutine that spikes with spikes and taunt recover and then like a pivot move and see how it goes. So that way I just go <laughs> bloodthirsty hyper. Ah, and that's, that's not my style. I just want to keep setting spikes when it's free to set spikes and then whittle you down and keep taunting you. So you can't defog them. That's what I want to do with him. You I can't do the hyper yeah. offense. I'm bad at that. I tried it. I've used sample teams. <laughs> I, I almost always lose. I just can't, I can't go aggressive enough with a hyper offense, but I want to play with spikes. I've been doing it a lot in my draft league because I have a Skarmory right now and it's just been tearing with spikes. And I want to try that yeah. more on the OU ladder. And I think it's more viable than I've given it credit for this generation. Yeah. I don't know. I like boots. I like boots. <laughs> I think they make things, I think they've added things to the meta that have made, that are now usable that weren't usable before. I loved, I, I talked about this when it happened when, uh, Crown Tundra came out, how happy I was Moltres was viable in this generation. Yeah. And I know it's taken a so fall much. off because some of the things it was addressing have gotten banned or kicked out of the meta. Um, <laughs> bye bye Urshifu. Uh, there was something else too. It was doing a good job with, but now kind of Magirna, sort of. Really. <laughs> I'd uh, imagine it does decent. <laughs> I'd imagine it does okay against Cinderace. Yes, it does because Cinderace would just click U-turn and it turns into a bug and can be burned. Yes, and then yes. can get burned. Uh, burn Cinderace. <laughs> yeah, so it lost some of its uh, potency, but I enjoyed that it was able to come and hang out in the meta and like be usable because it was just losing to its you know, older brother Zapdos for like generations, because why would you run this Moltres that dies to rocks when Zapdos doesn't die as much to rocks and still paralyzes, which is just as useful because ground types aren't immune to that. So you really just have to care about fire types or not fire types, uh, electric types. Yeah. Yep. I really hope knockoff gets some kind of nerf personally, Yeah. because right now yeah. with no Z moves, well, the, no mega stones, uh, nothing. That's the problem them. right now. There's it's a zero so the cost thing- move. I think the problem is that it's not distributed this generation, so they yes, don't care. That's part right? of the problem. Yeah. Like that's their way of nerfing it is by not having it be a tutor move or a TR or a TM. Right. Which because that's how they play their game. Yeah. So they're probably not gonna do anything with it because their way of doing it is the most relevant the user in the entire meta right Whereas, now is Rillaboom. Uh, like by from their point of view, because mm-hmm. Rillaboom actually is usable in both VGC and uh BSS. And it's one of the mods they promoted that has its own Gigantamax form. And it actually runs knockoff quite a bit. That's their only, other than that, there's not like a huge knockoff user by Pokemon standards right now that I can think of. Yeah. Like they, they control who gets yes. it in their metagames. So that's yes. their control valve. And that's not something that no. OU has. Like, unless they wanted to be like, okay, they have to be battle mark ready or whatever. Yeah. Which will never happen. I wish it would, but no. it'll never happen. That, I think that would be really interesting. Meta, do, yeah, absolutely. Right? I could use Corsola. Bring back Corsola, yes. Bring back Galarian Corsola. The perfect Halucha killer. <laughs> oh, well. But, yeah. Knockoff is what it is. Items are what they are. And there's some niche ones that we don't didn't even have time to talk about that are really just cool for specific things. Like, 
you know, there's thick club for the Marowak line. There's protective pads if you don't want to touch anything. With protective there's pads the assault is definitely vest. like seeing some niche usage. <laughs> like it's solid. I've been using Melmetal with it. Because most of the switch-ins, like Moltres so, yeah. or like Ferrothorn, like they're counting on their ability to just punish you for clicking Surging Strikes. And if you aren't punished for that. Mm-hmm. Whew. And then you switch moves. <laughs> now it's close combat time. <laughs> yeah, but that that's taken off really well. Protective pads is a cool niche item that it just took a little bit of time for people to figure out was cool. Yeah. They needed a multi-strike mon that was good in the meta. I mean, you yeah. know, Urshifu... Uh, rapid strike always was worse than single strike, but now that single strike is gone, rapid strike has viability. And if you <laughs> want to punish it, you'll try to run things like Rocky Helmet on a Ferrothorn. But if Urshifu doesn't have to care about that, real scary. Yep. And on top of that, there was the weather rocks that yeah. became relevant after Gen Gen Six after when, the w- Great Weather Nerf. <laughs> yeah, when it was no longer permanent. So those are now relevant. Yeah, Pelipper's a uh, Pelipper's running those a lot. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That or specs. <laughs> I so, yeah. hate when I get caught off guard by a spec set. I'm like, oh yeah, you're just a weak little Pelipper Olsen in something, and then it does like 80% to my switch. In. <laughs> Nuclear hurricane. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. oh god. Like, <laughs> by <mistake>. hurricane. <laughs> Weather ball of doom. <laughs> so yeah. I think that's a good place to kind of wrap it up on our item talk. Do you guys have any last last thoughts or comments on items in general? How about you, McGee? You know, Anything? I would just like to have more items that can't be knocked off so we have more mons that can just be that cushion because I think that solves a lot of problems where something can eat that knockoff mm-hmm. and not lose their item and then everyone's happy which we took for granted because we had so many things last generation because like every team had a Mega and a Z Crystal and now we have zero of those and so nothing's yeah. protected yeah. anymore and so that's what's making everyone angry about this move is that you have no switch ins for it anymore without losing the item Bring that back. Find a solution. Mm-hmm. Um, give Silvale recover. That's my my pick. We'll see what happens. Right. <laughs> How about you? I Sigma? just want Megas back. Just give us <laughs> Megas. <laughs> yeah, please. Uh, all right. Well, I think that's where we'll call it. Uh, we don't have a team of the episode this month, so you'll just have to listen to our item thing. That's our team. Our team is items. Yeah. Yeah. Haha. <laughs> so. If you like what you hear, then we've got more for you, of course. We've got the main Puckle show that comes out every Monday on the Puckle feed. You're listening to us on the Puckle Plus feed. There's also other shows here on this Plus feed that come out every Thursday, unless you're a lazy bum and have a busy week like me and they come out on Friday sometimes. Uh, we've got the TCG cast that happens. We've got the Trivia ch- ca- uh, Game Corner. Wow. Game Corner 2.0 thing that happens. And... The trivia rewind, rewind. Try it again. Trivia, trivia, rewind. <laughs> I need coffee, guys. <laughs> yeah, the perfect chance to listen to four-year-old trivia. Yay! <laughs> I mean, sometimes it's relevant. Sometimes they I, I ask think what it, the heaviest. It's Pokemon fun is. to listen back. It's fun to listen back. Yeah. <laughs> It is. It's kind of, it's kind of nifty. Uh, but other than that, there's also ways you can support, but most importantly, come to Discord. That's where things happen. That's where you can get involved in the tournaments, chat with any one of us anytime you like to, and ask questions, get answers that are probably relevant to your question. And, you know, that's, that's where, that's where the lifeblood of Puckle is right now is in that Discord server. So hop in. It's fun. It's a grand old time. Uh, also, yeah. there's our Twitter to catch news. 
on what we're doing, what's going on. There's the Facebook that also kind of does some of that stuff. There's the Instagram that's pretty good with getting news out as well, and you can interact with there. And I think that about covers all of the things that I'm supposed to talk about here at the end of all these shows. So, until next time, I have been Seth Vilo. I have been P. McGee. And I've been R. Sigma. And we'll catch you guys in June. Goodbye. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. 
Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.